Good evening and welcome to another episode of That Which Does Not Kill Us. I'm your host Sarah Arnold and I want to talk about my day. So I think the gravity of my situation is is starting to hit. You know, um, there's something to be said about doing two major relocations within the period of a year. Um, and I had a moment earlier where I was just thinking to myself, like, man, I really, I really miss my family. Um, and so I got kind of in my feels about that. And I kind of like, I guess I would say that kind of came, um, along with a rush of uh, what I would call a sense of homelessness, for lack of a better term. And the thought that automatically generated after that is that, because, um, again, being a military brat, like, you don't really feel like you have a home. Like, that's something that's kind of, you know, because of the consistent traveling, from one place to another and you know the inability to set down roots um there's a certain transience that goes along with that where like um a lot of times like people I'll give use myself as an example people ask me where are you from and I just kind of look at them I'm like I'm not from anywhere because yeah like I you know I still don't feel like you know any one place is really home um and like to be fair I would say that's been an ongoing thing probably my whole life um, I can't definitively point my finger on you know a specific time of having that as a conscious thought but either way you know like it's yeah it's ongoing um, this feeling of uh, restlessness I guess and um, at the same time, it's really weird because the flip side of that is I also feel this um, desire to have a change of scenery. You know what I mean? Um, and so, but coming along with, you know, like, I really pulled myself out of my comfort zone. Like, again, for the second time now this year. And, like there's again I don't know like there's a certain sense of like homelessness that comes along with that um there's also growth you know that comes along with change as well which I think is very necessary I mean if I were being brutally honest I would say I feel like I've been fucking emotionally constipated for the last like few months um and if I were being frank, I feel like that's a side effect of, you know, being in the presence of somebody where I felt like I was emotionally unsafe. And so, like, you know, my feelings aren't safe with you. So, like, this is, you know what I mean? Like, this is, uh, it's almost like a subconscious thing that happens. Like, when I feel like my feelings aren't safe with a person, like, I kind of, like, shut them off. And it's, it's difficult to get out of that habit and for that I would say removing myself out of my comfort zone again is good because 
you know, like I, I don't know, like, um, when, when it came to me today, like I miss my family, like I was driving my car and like, I just felt like this really like heavy, like weighted feeling in my body, you know, and like to be able to describe physically what the sensation was that attached to the emotion like I'm like okay cool that's good um you know it's positive growth and like that's something that I haven't allowed myself to do you know pretty much yeah in quite a few months and so like it was a bitter a bittersweet moment, you know what I mean? Like of experiencing that throughout the day. And um if I were being, you know, again fucking frank about it, I would say that there's a part of me that thinks like it's really shitty that this is what I had to do to get you know what I mean to get out of um that um, I don't know, like protective armor or like that shelled, you know, where I'm like shelling my vulnerability. I think now I'm in a stage where I need to find the balance, you know what I mean? And, you know, letting it when it come, you know what I mean? Letting it come when it comes. And then at the same time though, like not drowning in it. I guess. Although, I don't know. I, I feel like to some degree or another that's very circumstantial. But, um, at the same time, like, the other realization I had, you know, while this was happening is that, um, I don't think home, for me, is really a place, and probably a lot of people might agree with me on this one, but home is more so, like, people, you know? Um, my loved ones are basically home to me and what that means is I don't have one home I have many um, and they're all over the place you know like I there's some in South Carolina there's some in Illinois there's some you know here in Indiana um, I'm sure there's other places too that I can't think of but you know, primary locations, um, the people that I feel most connected to, you know, on some level are pretty much in those three areas. And so it's difficult because, um, where I'm at here, I'm closer to the, like I'm closer to my Ill, you know the Illinois people and closer to the Indiana people but at the same time it, it's still on some level kind of isolating because there's no one here you know like that I don't know it's, it's hard to explain you know what I mean like like, where I'm going to be setting up shop, there isn't, like, 
anyone there, you know? So now, like, essentially all of these connections I've established, you know, and really invested in are all at a distance. And so I, I essentially am turning myself into my own little island and that's heavy, you know, like that's a very heavy process, but at the same time, like, I don't regret the choice because the opportunity for growth is there, you know, in both personal aspects and professional ones. And so, yeah, like, multi-dimensional growth is a good thing. And so, yeah, I think that's, you know, really what I'm focusing on right now is trying, I guess, to establish roots and, yeah, starting the process over again. Um, it's scary. I'm not gonna lie. It's scary. Like, it's, um, it's the unknown. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I so far have looked into two different places um not a fan of either um continue doing more searching online after you know the results of going through a walkthrough today and i was like i was feeling very conflicted walking out of the place that i looked at today because on one hand like I like the price and I like the size of the space. Um, on the other hand, it's an upstairs um, rental. And it's just one of those things where I'm like, this is, I wouldn't call it okay. Like, it's not great, you know? Like, it has the space parameters that I desire, but that's really in the, in the price. But that's it. You know, like I can tell, and I verbalized it when I was doing the walkthrough that there had not been any um, cleanup after the last tenant left is, you know, and ask like pretty much what are you going to do about it? And um, the answer was that they would knock off money from the deposit. And, uh, but then at the same time, the other thing I noticed is like, it's like the floor was fucking slanted and not like minorly. In one corner of one of the rooms, like, it was, like, it seemed considerably sloped upward into the corner, which I don't know that floors are supposed to do that. And, like, the whole thing kind of took me back to one of the houses that I looked at when I was getting out on my own. Like, it was just one of those, like, I, no. Um but I had already looked at my little brick house before I went to that one because the question in my mind is, is it worth the extra $200 a month? You know, that's what I was asking myself. And after looking at that place, I determined, yes, yes, it is. And now I'm in a place of realizing that um, I don't want to jump into the first place that I, you know, tour because of any um, underlying discomfort um, with my current living circumstance. You know what I mean? 
because at the end of the day, like where I plant my feet is where I want it to feel like home, you know, and that was something that I had established very well in the previous house that I was renting. You know, I, I love the space. Like I fucking absolutely loved the space and, um, I felt very comfortable in it. Um, yeah. And so like, I'm not going to say I'm looking for perfection because I don't think that's a realistic expectation, but I do want to go into a space and actually be able to see myself there, you know? And I think that's one of those things where like any, anybody that's gone shopping for houses or, you know, has housing in any context can relate to this. Like if you can go in somewhere and you can't like see yourself there, you should fucking stop. Like, do not pass go. Do not collect $200. And, like, I had sincerely pondered, you know, signing a lease agreement with this place, you know, because I feel very strongly that I want to get my own place, you know, and I, I want my own place, like, yesterday, you know, because I'm a fuck, I'm impatient and I like having my own space and it's been a very long time since I've had my own space. Um, and it's just, I don't know, like <laughs> there's, there's something about having my fortress of solitude that it's my happy place, you know? Um, it, it I guess it's a, a mechanism that I use to take care of myself is to like when I establish myself by myself I want a home you know I want to I want to want to be there if that you know <laughs> and so like I kind of like was going over it like as I was driving back like no I don't I don't want to make poor decisions out of you know impatience and like awkwardness and mild discomfort um so the search continues um i've looked online both on facebook and um on zillow at rent like i never thought i would look to buy a house but um at least not here <laughs> sorry but um both rentals and um properties for sale and i don't know there's there's some hopefuls out there um i've sent the messages it was late obviously you know later in the evening because my walkthrough is at six and so now i'm just keeping my fingers crossed that you know one of these turns into i'm not going to say my forever home because i think that's a very unrealistic expectation especially with the transient nature of my job but um my temporary home, you know, my new fortress of solitude, like a place that I can love as much as I did my last house. And so I think that's pretty much the goal is just finding somewhere that feels like home in that capacity and context, you know, like my safe space. Because, 
yeah like i don't know i don't know there's something about like really having your own space you know like i, I don't know like maybe i'm a fucking weirdo <laughs> but it's something that's very important to me and you know like obviously i'm sure that comes you know from yeah like marriage residuals you know like there, there's a lot of weird things that come with uh that and so i think that's one of them is you know like wanting to actually feel at home in my home and not feeling like i need to run away from my home in my home and now i will say like, I didn't feel like I needed to run away when I was living with my brother, but I still felt like the need to have my own space, you know? Um, like, I don't know how to describe that differently. Because, like, it was a comfortable existence, you know? Like, I, I enjoyed very much interacting with um, my brother and my sister-in-law and my nephew on, you know, a frequent and consistent basis. And having that experience, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like, I was with my ex for a very long time. Um, half the t It's like about half the time our living experience was a very positive one, and then the other half the time it was not. And it was very much not. And so, um, pretty much my, I would say, the living with my family going up against the dichotomy of that inconsistency um it was nice and it was much needed so yeah and i think i guess at this point i need to figure out well maybe i don't need to figure out i need to um i don't know if I get into another living circumstance with somebody, you know, over the long term, uh, being cognizant of choices I make and how I interact, you know, because at the end of the day, like, if, if a relationship fails, like, it doesn't matter what kind it is. Like, if a relationship fails, there are two fucking parties involved. You know, it doesn't matter if it's familial, romantic, friendship, whatever. There's always fucking two parties involved. And so what that means is, you know, I'm going to say at least 90% of the time, both parties play some kind of a role in how the, what the result is. And so, like, for me, the takeaway is is what were my toxic behavior patterns you know like what were my toxic behavior patterns i mean i can reflect on that for a very long time and like i know there were moments during my cycle where i don't know how to say this any nicer so i'm just gonna be fucking real like when i was not emotionally in a good place with my ex sometimes i would use them as a punching bag like not literally but you know what I mean like like both of us had a propensity for taking our aggressions you know outside aggressions out on each other 
in very unhealthy ways. It's just, you know, like anything else, the methodology is what was different, you know? And so being aware of that, um, and then, you know, obviously the response to whatever, you know, is how things escalate, you know, and that's food for thought. Like those are tough questions to ask yourself. Like really, like they're really tough questions to ask yourself and they're tough things to dig into. Um, like if I was being completely honest, I would say another one is um, enabling, you know? Um, I got into a, a habit of enabling behavior really early on, actually, in the relationship with my ex because um, just sort of a stupid little shit, you know? Um, like he would ask me if I would go to the store and get something sweet for dinner or after dinner, you know? And when I started saying no is when I started getting pushback, you know? And it was, you know, basically my, my peacekeeping mission. And I use the term real fucking loosely because it didn't keep the peace. It just grew resentment over many years. Um, is rather than, ha you know what I mean? Rather than have the fight, I would, like, even if I didn't want to, you know, for whatever reason, um, I would do it anyway, you know? And, again, this is how resentment builds over time, is, yeah, like, basically, so, yeah, like, that's really like it's a different kind of toxic but it's still fucking toxic behavior you know um and it's funny because reflecting like i can actually see now i'm like this is a method this is a methodology of fucking reenacting like basically reenacting um childhood wounds or like you know behavior patterns that were established from Ba uh, from witnessing our parents' marriages, you know? And it's really difficult to dig down enough to see those things. And there's a certain, um, there's a certain bittersweet quality that comes along with being able to do that. Because despite that, not like despite that knowledge, even on both sides, like at the end of the day, there's still no going back. You know what I mean? Like there's, you know, it like we are on beyond the point of no fucking return. And so it's learning what to do with that knowledge, you know? And uh, yeah, that's where the process continues is learning what to do with that knowledge. Um, you know, making a point if I'm not okay with something to speak up for myself, um, is something that I work on. Uh, some days they're better than others and some days I'm nicer than others when it comes to doing that. I think it really depends on 
how I perceive the receptivity of my target audience. Um, yeah, if I don't feel like my target audience is percep very perceptive or receptive, then the you know it might come out a little more blunt, a little bit uh, more direct. But to be fair, like I don't judge that poorly because. I appreciate that kind of communication. Um, the thing I love about direct communication is there's no second guessing where you're at. You don't like, you know what I mean? If, if somebody just says some shit to you and it is straight up like brutally honest, you know where you stand. There's no questioning. Is there an is there an ulterior motive? Do you mean what you're saying? You just like, oh, okay, like fucking message received. Simple. And so, sometimes I think that that's necessary because, yeah, <laughs> people are difficult to interpret, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got to ramble on about for tonight. Um, for all of you out there in TV land, thank you very much for tuning in, and as always, be well. <laughs>